name is Caleb Walgren, and welcome to the Brody Sports Talk weekend preview for July 2nd through July 5th. Yeah, I had an extra day. I'm taking a little bit of time away with some family, and so we're going to record the recap for Tuesday. But it's a holiday here in the U.S. with it being the 4th of July or Independence Day, and I'm looking forward to it and spending some quality time with the fam. Let's go ahead and get things started with the Stanley Cup Finals as the Lightning and the Canadians are going head-to-head in Montreal both Friday and Monday night. The real question that I have is who can score on Andre Vasilevsky? The Lightning goalie has been dominant in the two games at Amelie Arena, and it's going to be curious to see if he can do the same thing at the Bell Center. He's only given up two goals, and the Lightning have scored eight, and really Montreal's just got to find a way to get it to take care of business against him, because clearly, I mean, they've given up eight goals in two games. I don't think that you're going to expect 1-0 wins the rest of the series, even though you've gotten one on him both games. you got to get more goals past the big cat, so we'll have to see what happens there. Next up that I want to talk about is something that I have, but not necessarily in a way that I normally would, and that would be Wimbledon. I don't necessarily have specific matches that I want to highlight for Wimbledon, I just want to remind people that Wimbledon is going on, and it's beautiful and fun and fantastic. And you should definitely make some time to watch any match this weekend, as there are a ton going on. I didn't feel like there was any one or two that I should specifically preview, but it's Wimbledon. We'll definitely be having it in next weekend as well, as it's just a beautiful tournament. Next, let's go ahead and go back to the U.S. and talk about the NBA playoffs as the Hawks and Bucks are playing Game 6 on Saturday. It is going to be in Atlanta, and I do think that Drew Holiday is going to end up being the key to the series. Uh, Game 5 was somewhat disappointing as both Trey Young and Giannis Antetokounmpo were both out with injuries, but Drew Holiday... You know, he had a great game. I believe it was 25 points and 13 assists in Game 5. So he was doing a lot to produce on the offensive side of the ball. But I also know that Drew Holiday is a great defender as well. I know that when Giannis went down, everyone was talking about Chris Middleton. But I think that it's important to remember how good Drew Holiday really is. I know that people don't talk about him the same way as before the Bucks acquired him. But I do think that that's part of why he is there. He's able to take the load off of Giannis and run and facilitate the offense even without the MVP being there. I do think that if he can have a good game in Game 6, the Bucs are going to go ahead and close this. And they will be in the NBA Finals and will have a beautiful Bucs-Suns Finals. Next up, let's go ahead and talk about the Subway Series as the Mets and Yankees are going head-to-head this weekend. I do see this being a split series. I'm going currently with the Yankees taking it 2-1 to one over the Mets. 
part of that is it's at Yankee Stadium, and part of it is I just feel like they are a slightly better team. But I do have the Mets taking Friday's matchup. They've got Taewon Walker on the mound. He's got a 2.38 ERA, and I think that he's just going to be better than Jordan Montgomery is. And the Mets are going to find a way to take that first match in the series so that they'll be ahead of the game to get things started. Saturday, for the Yankees, Garrett Cole is taking the mound. He has 129 strikeouts this year. And I think that he's just going to continue to do what he needs to do on that side. Last but not least, we know that the Mets are pitching Tyler McGill on Sunday, and the Yankees have not declared. I do think that in general, the Yankees just have a stronger staff, and McGill is very inexperienced. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Yankees take Sundays as well. Last but not least, I want to go over the games that are happening Friday and Saturday in the Euro 2020-2021 tournament. So the first matchup on Friday is between Switzerland and Spain. For Switzerland, Haris Safarovic has three goals in the tournament. He had scored two against France. I really am leaning Switzerland in this one. You know, they did just beat France, so yes, they're riding a little bit of a high, and Spain has probably looked better their last two games than they had looked all tournament. I just, I've got a feeling that Switzerland is going to ride the wave a little bit on this one, and I have them winning this match 2-1. to one. Next up in the matchup between Belgium and Italy, both teams are good, both teams are able to score, but I do think Belgium is going to end up keeping a clean sheet. Uh, give me Belgium with a 2-0 win. A uh, key player to watch there is Romelu Lukaku. He has three goals, and he's definitely the person to watch. I am curious if he's going to link up better in the offense than he did against Portugal. Uh, and with Portugal, it just felt like he never really got comfortable in the flow of the game. And you definitely need to find better opportunities. Granted, Portugal is a really strong team. But Belgium has another strong team in Italy, and they're going to have to find a way to get past them. Next up is the matchup on Saturday between the Czech Republic and Denmark. I know that the Czechs have somewhat been underdogs, and Patrick Schick has four goals in the tournament, and he's looking for another. But I just can't get past the story of what's been happening here for the Danes. They have several players that have two goals scored. I really feel like they kind of woke up at the end of groups, given everything that happened early on with Christian Eriksen. Knowing that he's doing okay, I think they're t playing a lot more free and a lot more inspired for their country. Uh, in the earliest of the round of 16 games, they beat Wales 4 to nothing. I think they have more of that behind them. And I do think that the Czechs benefited from the Netherlands getting a red card and being able to go ahead and get past them a little bit easier than they would have if they were playing 11 on 11. Last but not least in Saturday's matchups is a matchup between Ukraine and England. For England, you've got to focus on Raheem Sterling. He has three of England's four goals in this tournament. And if football really is indeed coming home, it's coming home. Football's coming home, like the English are saying. Uh, Raheem's going to need another one. I don't think that it's a signed, sealed, and delivered thing. I think that it is something that 
England could win. Uh, I, w- I would pick them as well. I probably would pick them 2-1 to one as well. So I'm going Switzerland, Belgium, Denmark, and England, if you're listening. Uh, and uh, you, you are. So I do want to thank you for listening to the latest weekend preview. As always, you can find our merchandise, our social media platforms, and all of our podcast platforms online at linktr.ee slash Brody Talk. My name is Caleb, and on behalf of my Brodies, y'all have a good one. Bye.